Praise the Lord. I'm going to just share some ideas today. Lord really put this uh, in my heart yesterday and uh, we'll try to do this justice but uh, if you've been following the last few days uh, we can a uh, few weeks we can just pick up in Matthew chapter 16 we were just talking about uh, the season and the times that we are living in Matthew chapter 16 and verse 3 um, and in the morning today it will be stormy for the sky is red and overcast you know how to interpret the appearance of the sky but you cannot interpret the signs of the times and jesus is he's uh, he's pointing out how the pharisees and sadducees it's to uh, that that they can read the sky and see what kind of a day it's going to be but you cannot interpret this present time interpreting this present time is not a complicated thing it's as easy as interpreting the skies if you can see the clouds coming and know that it's raining you can also see the signs and understand that it is time the present time and we know from what god has promised us from scripture and from the things that are being confirmed all around us that we are living in a most unusual day and an unusual time uh we are living in the time where god will fulfill uh his word of the promise of the second coming how jesus said just like i am going i will return and he's coming on a, a in great glory and in great splendor not closed curtain like he did with only a few witnessing when he leave when he comes back as far as the east is from the west the sky will crack wide open and we will caught up we will be caught up with him to meet him in the in the air past is he first hmm and then maybe some of you who might be up to my standards uh, i'm joking uh, we were, we who believe in jesus we who are the family of god there is a glorious future that we have this is one of the few games that we enter where we already know the outcome hallelujah and so there's a glorious return and we are ever more eminently ret- uh, approaching that time like never before uh, uh we talked about this for the last few weeks i'm not going to review much of that but justifies to say that the events that's happening in the world particularly in the middle east in israel the prophetic significance of having an israel in our time as it is it's in self just starting a prophetic clock countdown to some very significant events and we can see the clouds so we know the times I'll leave it right there. Amen. Uh we talked uh, last week about the importance of 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 uh, listening very carefully in this season. The Bible says let him who has ear to hear let him hear. We learned about not just listening but listening listening. We miss many times because we don't listen carefully. It's not that God is speaking, it's that we are turned to the wrong station. God is speaking. He's actually very talkative. And in this season he has something very specific to say. and in this season it's those who listen listen Isaiah 55 that can catch that and we know we have caught his word by the peace that it brings we know we have caught his word by the satisfaction it brings to our soul Isaiah 55 so don't take your next step into this season or don't step into this season with your opinion don't step into this season with social media Don't step into this season with all of the drama and chaos that's going on in the world around us and the feelings and emotions that are so strongly attached to that don't take that with you we step into this season with the word of the lord we step into this season with the promise of heaven we step into this season with the confidence of heaven amen 
uh, Abba mentioned this the other day, that uh, when, when he comes back, Ephesians 5, it likens our relationship to him as a bride and groom. That we are the bride, Jesus is the groom. And that there will be a union of the bride and groom. But he's coming for a church without blemish, without spot, without wrinkle. Hallelujah. There's something specifically he's looking for his church. And, and I don't think it's the way we dress or the way we smell. Or how eloquently we speak in the pulpit. I think what God is really looking for is something that I found in Luke 18 and verse 8. When the Son of Man comes, uh, will he find faith in the earth? Faith is our most precious commodity. The Bible says it's more precious than gold. Faith is the currency of the unseen world. Faith is the currency of heaven. Amen. So, so let there be found faith in each and every one of us. Amen. Faith is our currency. Faith is precious. Um, the, 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 the Bible says something, uh, just to give you, like, it, 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 let me put it this way. It is more valuable, more precious to have faith in our hearts than substance in our hand. Um, in, in Hebrews chapter 11, it talks about all of the great giants of faith and all of the great things that, it, 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 that they accomplished. But then in the middle, it says that um, these were all still living by faith when they died. And I thought that was really almost unfair, you know. They were living by faith when they died, meaning that they, they were believing and they never laid hold of what they were believing for. And, and it almost seems like such a loss. But it's, not a, it's only a loss if what's in your hand is more valuable than what's in your heart. You see, the real treasure is to have it in your heart. Hallelujah. The real treasure is to have it by means of faith. Because if you have it in your hand, it does not necessarily mean you have it in your heart. To have it in your heart is the finish line in the eyes of God. To have it in our hand is the finish line for us. You, you see the difference? Yeah. Hallelujah. So will the Lord find faith in the earth? Will he find faith in Beza Church on this 29th of October? Uh, will he find something of substance that he will say, that's what I'm looking for. And I'm believing that after today's service, we will find something. We will find something in Jesus' name. We need faith in the earth because the faith has a lot of competition. Uh, there's a lot of fight in the earth uh, that, that tries to abort the production of faith in our lives and to derail the purposes of God. I found this, uh, I was reminded of this as I was preparing, and I think it's very significant. It's a 2005 study done by the National Science Foundation. In 2005, National Science Foundation, this is the United States, um, they did a study on thoughts and people. And they found that the, the, a person entertains between 12,000 to 60,000 thoughts per day. One person. That's a lot. Of those thoughts, 80% of those thoughts are negative. And of those thoughts, 95 of those thoughts are thoughts that were regurgitated from the previous day. Which means that we'd largely stay in the same neighborhood of thinking and it's generally negative, not positive. Their findings, and I quote, uh, are as follows. We can see that one of the tendencies of the mind is to focus on the negative and play the same song over and over again. The tendency of the mind. And this is a, a, a study that came out in 2005 by the National Science Foundation. Come on somebody. 
I thought you might enjoy that. <laughs> okay, now I found this to be uh, significant, not because of what the National Science Foundation came up with, but what God came up with. Because before 2005, God was alive. And I think that God was aware of this problem before the scientists found out about this problem in 2005. Which is that long before 2005, God gave us a promise or a word that says, Do not conform any longer to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. The renewing of the mind is where the problem is. And it's like God already knew that long before the scientists told us. And he also prescribed the medicine. Be not conformed, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Ephesians 4.23 talks about being made new in the spirit of your mind. Colossians 3.1 tells us to set our minds on things above, not on earthly things where all of these 60,000 thoughts, 80% of which are negative, are consuming us just like they were yesterday and they are determined to keep us locked in that pattern into tomorrow. God says, God says, set your minds on things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of, of God. Amen, amen? So our mind plays a big a big role in everything that we engage with in the, when it comes to the things of God. If our mind is not set, it will be set for us and that setting will most likely be negative. Amen? Alright? We are instructed to meditate the word day and night. Because there is an enemy. You see, when the enemy was cast out of heaven, he was not cast to hell, he was cast to the earth. And when he was cast to the earth, 1 John 5 says that the whole world is under the control of the evil one. So evil one, it weighs on all of us like gravity. We are, we are like just if you leave a, 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 a fruit, just leave it, letting it sit there, the atmosphere will cause it to decompose and, 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 and get very brown and ugly. Come on somebody. Right? It's the same thing with our mind, our life. Just living in this earth, we are in a decomposition state. Things are going from bad to worse. And God has given us medicine. Let's don't conform. Transform. Set your minds. Come on somebody, set your minds. Fight against uh, those 60,000 thoughts, 80% of which is negative. 95% was the same negative thoughts that we had yesterday. That's coming in a, in a cycle. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Because the enemy is after the mind. He's after the mind this morning. And today, see, this pulpit is very important because this is a place of, of, of strategic warfare. This is the place where we attack all that junk that you brought in from the world outside. All that junk in you brought from our political, blessed political situation. And your opinions that came from the regurgitation from yesterday. And, and all of the econ economic, uh, the, 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 the word in Amarnia is chaos. For those of you who don't speak this beloved language, there is no adequate translation for the word else. It's just, it's pretty much as it sounds, right? <laughs> the drama that we're in, the drama that we're feeding, the drama that's going on, personal life, family life, finances, work, country, nation, economy, all of those things added together, we bring that here. And I'm standing by myself. And in the name of Jesus, I'm like David and Goliath today. And I come against every thought that is unlike God in your life. I bind the enemy 
at the root. I come against. See, that's what this pope, this is not entertainment. This is warfare. This is why we check every thought that is not God approved, does not agree with God's plan for you. We bind that thought in the name of Jesus. We bind that oppression in the name of Jesus. We bind that lie that has been cyclical in your life for so long. It comes to an end today because thus says the word of the Lord. The God who said, let light shine and let light, light shine in the darkness and said, let there be light. And there was light. Let that light of God shine in your mind today because it is a fight like no other. There is no greater fight than the fight that goes on in your mind. The enemy knows this. God knows this. But today you know this. And today I put in check every thought that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. It has no place in the house of God. It has no place in the people of God. It has been messing with you and tormenting you long enough. Enough is enough. Hallelujah. I take on that spirit in the name of Jesus right now. Let God be true and every man a liar. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And let the peace of God take the place of the confusion of the devil in Jesus' name. In your mind, it is under arrest. Hallelujah. It's almost like God knew what the problem is. You know, he, he, he knew where our struggle would be and he, he went ahead of us. I, I was kind of blessed by this. We're going to go somewhere today in Jesus' name. Luke chapter 2. And verse number 10, this is the story of when the angels, came. I know it's not Christmas time, but we're closer to Christmas time. We just say, say for the purpose of, well, all scripture is God inspired, not just Christmas stories. Amen. All right. Verse number 10. But the angel said to them, this is the shepherds who were keeping guard, watch over the sheep by night. You know, yeah. Verse number 10, it says, but the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. I, I just like that so much, you know. In a world where there's 80,000% negative, or whatever those numbers I just told you, it's basically bad news, right? It's not a passing grade. In a world where everybody is, is like, we're pretty much in the toilet is getting ready to flush, right? The mind. And, and the Lord knows where the problem is and he steps in and sends the angels. I bring you good news. The gospel means good news. We're not following a religion. We're not following doctrinal and theological points. We are victims of good news. Good news of great joy. That shall be for all people. You see, good news, it's the answer to bad news. Hallelujah. And we all are filled, we're all pounds and kilograms and all kinds of measurements full of bad news. We brought it in this morning. So I stand in the position of the angels and the pastor and the sacred desk. And I say, I bring this morning good news of great joy that shall be for all people. That today in the town of Bethlehem, there is born one who is savior, savior of the world. You will find him in, you know, this Christmas story. But those words captured me. It's good news of great joy. This is more than a, a, a religious movement. This is the answer. There was a basketball player several years ago who nicknamed himself, self-acclaimed, the answer. You know, 
I would say that's pretty bold. If you call yourself the answer. It's a good, a good attempt. He was a good player. But he got old and his career faded just like every other career because everything that's attached to this world, it has a shelf life. But God's good news does not have a shelf life. It has no expiry date. The good news of great joy is just as relevant today as it was the day the angel announced it to the shepherd. Because Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so I, with the same confidence, bring good news of great I want to talk about joy. If I could give a title or a subtitle to the message, joy. 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 Hallelujah. Joy, you know, like some religions, and we respect everybody's pursuit of God, but some religions, you participate by wearing a certain dress or, or you know, engaging in a certain physical appearance. The uniform for the child of God is joy. Some of us have been walking around naked. <laughs> you need to get your clothes on in the name of Jesus. Eh? Depression and salvation, it doesn't go together. It does, it's not allowed. It doesn't work. The salvation is quantified by the joy. And the joy means that you heard the message. You heard the message that is good news of Great joy, hallelujah, that shall be for all people. I love the story of the Ethiopian eunuch in Acts chapter 8. The story of the Ethiopian eunuch in Acts chapter 8. Hallelujah. Now, now the Ethiopian eunuch, he went to Jerusalem to worship, which is another story all by itself. And on his way back from worshiping, the Lord sent Philip uh, down to the, the Gaza road to meet with, with the, 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 the Ethiopian eunuch. And he saw, heard him reading the scriptures, Isaiah 53, but he did not know what he was reading. And he asked him, do you know what you are reading? And he said, how can I know unless someone explains to, to me? And the Bible says that Philip said, beginning with that passage, he preached to him, Jesus. And he went, found the water, he says, is anything preventing me from being baptized? And he said, no, there's nothing. And he baptized him. As soon as he was baptized, Philip disappeared. And the eunuch was by himself. And the Bible says the eunuch, the Ethiopian eunuch. Come on, let me play with this now. Eh? He went to, he returned to his home rejoicing. Because rejoicing goes with the gospel. In fact, the proof that you have really understood the gospel is the fact that you have joy. There's too many people who claim to understand the gospel but don't have joy, that have positions, that have doctrine, that have argument, that have a, an arguing as to who is the best and who is the greatest. No, no, no. You've missed the gospel completely. This is not a gospel of good news and pull out your commentaries and your lexicons and your exegesis and hermeneutics. It says this is good news of great joy. The joy quantifies the news. The joy, it is a hand in hand, hand in glove with the news. Some of us have been a Christian a long time, but we still don't get it because our joy, our joy is telling on us. Yeah, may the Lord reveal to us Jesus today. 
May we understand just the joy of this salvation. May we have a revelation beyond a memory verse that introduced us to who we have become in Him. Who we are in Him and what we have in Him. Hallelujah. Good news of great joy. Hallelujah. I feel like preaching now. I feel like preaching now. The kingdom of God is not a matter of eating food and drink. But it is righteousness, peace, and listening to pastors he preach on Sunday. No, it's righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. In fact, the Holy Ghost come not to make you deep, but to give you joy. May the Lord help us and deliver us from this deep spirit. You know, some people, oh, he's in the Holy Ghost. Ooh, spooky and creepy and don't talk to him, don't touch. No, 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 joy righteousness peace and joy in the Holy Ghost joy unspeakable that's why James 1 tells us consider it pure joy my brothers and sisters when you face trials and persecutions of every kind how can you experience joy in the midst of persecution is because you know information behind the information there's another testimony behind the mess that God is always working for our good that he continually leads us in triumphant procession in Christ Jesus he is ahead of us and he is leading us if he is leading us it doesn't matter how bad it looks now we cannot lose if he is leading us and he is leading us hallelujah joy unspeakable hallelujah the, 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 in his presence is the fullness oh. may the Lord give us a revelation may we just go back to understand how great this price was how much we have been valued how much we have been loved where that love took us from, where it has brought us to. You know, we get so consumed with these thoughts that we regurgitate day after day. And it's waiting for us. Every morning it's waiting for us. Right? But guess what? Every morning His mercies are also new. Hallelujah. So may we win the battle of the mind. May we set our mind on things above. Joy. Matthew chapter 25, please. hallelujah I'm just happy to be saved you know I got saved when I'm five, I was five years old now I've been saved a long time that means I'm not going to tell you how, how, how long ago that was you just leave that for the scientists and the national science whatever that was institute um and, 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 you know, the longer you get in, 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 in the Lord, the longer you walk, it becomes no longer about Jesus. It becomes about what you've done for Jesus. It becomes about your accomplishments. It's kind of like, you know, you have LinkedIn profile that you build up to show people who you are. Kind of have that kind of thing in the, in the, in the, in the kingdom. I've been saved this long. And then there's this testimony. You know, you know, like when I meet people all over. Oh, yeah, you're the pastor of that great church. How many people in your church? I have stopped telling people. How many people come to my church? You know why? Because that's not the joy. I think, I honestly think if, if you all left me up here by myself next Sunday, don't do that please. But if you did, if I really understand the message, I would be just as happy eh, preaching to seats and angels. 
Yeah, because it's like some kind of status. Oh, you're running so, oh, then you must be. No, I'm not. None of us are. Paul himself said, I am the worst of sinners. Yeah. He said, I am what I am by the grace of God. So this is now Pastor Z or Abba or, or, or it might be a little bit of, of KB. I don't know. But this is God. This is Jesus doing this by himself. No one is this smart. No one is this good. I hope you can see that. I'm just glad to be saved. I'm just glad to be his and him to be mine. Joy. <laughs> Joy. In my recent prayer time, I'm going to tell you a secret. In my recent prayer times, I've just gone back to just enjoying uh, the Lamb of God that was slain. You know? Uh, like, that's, that's as deep as I need to be right now. Hallelujah. That is enough. Hallelujah. If you understand, it's not just the Lamb of God. It's the Lamb of God that was slain. Can we get a revelation? Hallelujah. Of the slain Lamb of God. The love demonstrated to that. I, I think we go over these things. to Just go back to the basics and enjoy Jesus. Until the joy comes back. Until the peace comes back. A amen. Because all the things that we do for Him. It will come with its own drama and stress. But He Himself and He alone is everything. He is joy unspeakable. He is life and life abundant. Hallelujah. That we may know him. Did I, go to, did I say Matthew 25? Okay. Verse number one. At that time the kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. The foolish ones took out their lamps but did not take any oil with them. The wise, however, took oil in jars along with their lamps. The bridegroom was a long time in coming, and they all became drowsy and fell asleep. You, you know the, okay, in case you don't know, the, this, we'll just, okay, I can't assume everybody knows. At midnight, the cry rang out, here's the bridegroom, come out to meet him. They, then all the virgins woke up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish one said to the wise, give us some of your oil, our lamps are going out. No, they replied. There may not be enough for both us and you. Instead, go to those who sell oil and buy some for yourselves. But while they were on their way to buy the oil, the bridegroom arrived. The virgins who were ready went in with him to the wedding banquet and the door was shut. Later, the others also came. Sir, sir, they said, open the door for us. But he replied, I tell you the truth. I do not know you. Therefore, keep watch because you do not know the day or the hour. Now, uh, just some things about this, this passage. Number one, the ver verse begins, first, verse uh, number one of chapter 25. It says, at that time, okay, the kingdom of heaven will be like. At that time, uh, it, 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 it links this verse with the previous verses in the previous chapter. So this is a continuation of what Jesus was talking about in chapter 24. In chapter 24, Jesus was explaining to the disciples that this, it was an answer to the question, what will be the signs of your coming and the end of the age? Chapter 24, verse 3. And Jesus begins explaining to them all of the signs that's going to happen at the end of the age. And uh, it's long, so we don't have to read it. But in summary, I just made some notes very quickly. Uh, number one, in the end times, there will be false messiahs. There will be, uh, verse number four, verse number six, there will be wars, 
Verse number 7, there will be famine and earthquake, persecution. Verse 15, there will be an antichrist spirit that Daniel prophesied. There will be the sign of the Son of Man. Verse 30, angels will gather the elect from the four winds. I thought that was interesting. It's like it's not the four corners of the earth, it's the four winds. Okay, all right. Um, and at that time, eh, the, the Son of Man will come, the angels will gather. And, but it says in verse 36 that we don't know the day or the hour. And then it talks about the wise and the foolish, uh, wise and faithful servant who does his work, okay, and takes care of his servants at the pro uh, proper time and feeds them. Okay, then it comes to verse chapter 25. At that time, so it's the continuation of the thought, there are 10 virgins. And if you go on to the rest of chapter 25, it talks about the parable of the talents, also tied into this, this teaching, Jesus explaining the last days. And it also talks about the separation of the sheep and the goats. The sheep and the goats, the, the verse that says, whoever does unto the least of these, you do unto me. All of these is Jesus' explanation of what's going to happen in the last days. But for the purposes of today's teaching, we're looking at the, 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 ten, the ten virgins, the wise and the foolish virgins. Now, did you get that? Okay. It says that the five were wise, five were foolish, because the wise ones, they didn't have lamps only, they also had oil. The foolish had lamps only, they did not have the oil. And lamps, it could be likened to a salvation. Oil, it would be likened to the joy of the oil, uh, or oil that, that, that can be correlated with joy. Isaiah chapter 61 uh, and verse number 3. It says, um, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. This is the word that Jesus uh, began his ministry on. But verse number 3, it says, And to provide for those who grieve in Zion, to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, and the oil of gladness instead of mourning. Everybody say oil of gladness. Oil of gladness instead of mourning. Notice that it connects oil and gladness. Hebrews chapter 1 and verse 9. Hebrews chapter 1 and verse 9. It says, you have loved righteousness and hated wickedness. Therefore, God, your God, has set you above your companions by anointing you with the oil of joy. Aha. Did you see that? Everybody say oil of joy. So that word oil, um, in the Greek, it's the exact same word that is used by the oil that was used to fill the lamps in Matthew 25 with this parable of the virgins. You see? So... Oil is not just oil, it's oil of joy. If we put this all together, we could say that the, the wise virgins had their salvation with joy. The foolish ones had their salvation with a lack of oil, slash lack of, of, of joy. Uh, we need to combine our salvation with some joy. And maybe if we don't have the joy, maybe we don't understand our salvation properly. David said to me, restore unto me. After he sinned with Bathsheba and was caught, restore unto me the joy of my salvation. Rejoice in the Lord always. 
I say it again. Rejoice. God does not just love a, give, love a giver. He loves a cheerful giver. Hallelujah. Meaning that if we don't have some joy, number one, we probably won't get very far. Number two, we probably miss the message completely. May the Lord give us revelation today of joy. May our oil come together with our lamps. May we add the joy of oil of joy. May it be sprinkled all over this church this morning. Because you all look like you had lemons for breakfast today. In the name of Jesus. Good news of great joy. That shall be for all people. Not just Beza Church people. All people. Joy. Joy. May the Holy Spirit give us a joy. We've reduced Christianity to positions, to denominations, my church and this church. If we don't have joy, it doesn't matter what church we go to. If we don't have joy, it doesn't matter whose side we line up with politically. If we don't have joy, everything else falls apart. We've missed the point completely. He didn't say, I bring you great Good news of great doctrine. Good news of great theologians. Great news of good news of I'm losing my English. We are doing good news of great joy. Joy first. If there's no joy, go back home and study this stuff all over again. Ask the Holy Spirit, give me some joy because I'm missing something. There's too many depressed Christians. That means you heard the story, but you missed the joy. May the Lord restore to each and every one of us the joy of our salvation. May he fill us with righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. 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 You, you know, it, it's not what he brings to us. The salvation itself is the joy. Everything else is just extra. Don't get confused because our prayer request 90% of the time is lined up with the things that we want and the things we, we need based on our negative cyclical thinking that's been handed down from yesterday. All right. When we truly have joy, it really doesn't matter whether we get the stuff or not. That's why Paul and Silas could rejoice in the prison when they had lost everything. Right? They understand that my joy comes from a different source. It comes from my salvation. There is a joy that comes with salvation. Amen? Uh, uh, there, there's a, a gentleman in this country. His name is Balacho Gurma. Some of you might have, have heard him before. He is the world laughter master. Right? He holds the Guinness Book of World Records of sustained laughter. Yes, he does. Right? And he is from Ethiopia, which is proper. No other country should get that recognition. <laughs> right? Because the Ethiopian eunuch is our forefather, even though he was a eunuch. Right? Somehow he's the father of us all. <laughs> right? It's called spiritual children, everybody. Spiritual children. All right? And he went to his country bringing a seed of rejoicing. And 2,000 years later, Belacho Girma picked up that seed and he got the joy. He has the world record. He has a laughter school where he has laughter therapy and a curriculum on how to laugh. So you go to class. You sit down with your pen and paper. 
And then you begin with a, a monotone, A flat minor. Ha, 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 ha. And literally people, it's like laugh, joy, therapy. People get healed. People get delivered because there's something about joy that breaks through that 80% negativity. There's something about joy that hits all of that, that offense that was building up. It kills the bitterness that you have because of what happened to you and what they did. You need to get some joy just living in Addis Ababa, driving in Addis Ababa, Addis Ababa streets with the traffic police. Right? You need, if you want, I'll, I'll, this free advertising. I'll take registration for a school of laughter, medicine therapy. We all could use some. Because God wanted us from the beginning. <laughs> this gospel came with good news of great joy. And, and the funny thing is, or not the funny thing is, but the interesting is, his testimony, if some of you have, have, have heard his testimony, uh, he was like completely bankrupt. He had lost everything. He was HIV positive and waiting for his death, uh, his death sentence. He had lost it. He was actually getting ready to kill himself when he heard this good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And when he understood, that's when this spirit of joy came on him. Right? So he didn't, he didn't, he didn't, like God did not heal his HIV. God did not bring all his lost money back. He just showed him salvation and because of that salvation he got the joy of the lord nothing changed nothing changed at first yeah but the joy came back hallelujah may the lord restore unto somebody in here the joy of their salvation and he got so full of joy that he could not stop laughing he is on record the guinness book of world records holder for sustained laughter Ethiopian Belacho Girma, right here, I'll take you myself. Yeah? But the joy, it came from this good news of great joy that shall be for all people. Somehow the Lord gave him a revelation of that and he started the joy and it started getting contagious. And after a while, guess what? He went in for HIV testing and the HIV is gone. Right? He did not get healed from HIV and get full of joy, you see? He was joyful because of his salvation. And the overflow of that hit his HIV. It hit his situation financially. It restored, like from everything that he lost, God restored everything double, triple. The joy of the Lord. Hallelujah. May the Lord give somebody a joy today. Not because... Not because everything is working out just the way you want it. Not because everything is rosy and dandy at home or in your finances. Not because the economy is just doing so perfectly. But because Jesus is my savior and I am his child. And that is enough for me. Salvation only works with joy. I repeat, salvation only works with joy. I repeat, salvation only works with joy. Some of you are saved, but you need a revelation today. You need some oil for your lamps. You need to be ready because no depressed Christian will be ready to receive our bridegroom when he comes. He will be looking for Bella Chogurma and Pastor Z. Yeah? He'll be looking for us because there is a joy that has been paid for. I believe it was Habakkuk who said, Though the fig tree does not bud, 
or there any or the uh, olive crop fails and there are no grapes on the vine though there are no cattle in the stall nor sheep in the pen yet I will be joyful in God my savior I will be glad for for the Lord is my portion. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer. I will stand upon the heights. The joy of the Lord, hallelujah, is more than enough for everything that we will ever need. If you get your stuff before you get your joy, it is out of order. Hallelujah. 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 Baptize us in your joy today, Father. Baptize us in your, give us revelation. We missed it so much, Father God. Come on, you said, come unto me all who are burdened and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Father God, we have been restless. We have not understand the package you delivered. We knew the memory verse, we did not have the experience. Father God, visit us with your truth today in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You see? That's the bridegroom that Jesus is not looking for of the same coin, salvation and joy. Hallelujah. Could we just rejoice right now? Just rejoice. Not because of the breakthrough. Not because of the blessing. Not because Mr. Wonderful arrived right now. That I am just saved. Hallelujah. I am joyful in God, my Savior. Hallelujah. I am joyful in God, my Savior. Hallelujah. Father God, I'm so grateful today. Hallelujah. It is enough. Hallelujah. It is enough. Hallelujah. There is challenge, I understand. There is challenge. I'm not making light of your issue. But I'm, I'm suggesting that if our soul does not experience joy first. Hallelujah. Even the breakthrough won't be a real breakthrough for you. Father God, deliver us from ourselves. Hallelujah. Father God, deliver us from our misguided ambitions. Deliver us from our misguided agendas, Father God. We need the joy like the air we breathe. We need the joy right now, Father God. Hallelujah. We are inundated with negative thoughts. We are inundated with all kinds of... Yeah. The angel said, do not fear. I bring you great good news father god i come against every spirit spirit of fear right now it's fear for tomorrow fear for what might happen after this fear of we always paint the worst case scenario i break that spirit in the name of jesus and may the joy of the lord may the joy of the lord flood our soul right now hallelujah may the joy of the lord take over hallelujah let the joy come even now hallelujah let the joy come even now hallelujah the joy of my salvation the good news of great joy that shall be for all people open our eyes father god hallelujah open my eyes today father hallelujah 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 Whew. there has been a saying that we are used to many a times uh, very familiar uh, it goes like this happiness comes from happenings did you get that? say it with me happiness comes from happenings say it together happiness comes from happenings that's how our mood has been sanctioned 
in our daily activity something happens we are happy if that something does not happen we are not happy right so we are victims of that element whoever we are wherever we are we are affected by happenings and the disparity the confusion the chaos the sadness that has prevailed in our lives moods and movements is because of happenings <laughs> so this week we're not going to be taken away or carried away with happenings happiness comes from us but joy comes from the lord hallelujah whether it happens or does not happen our joy the source of our joy is the lord and that's what our pastor has been sharing with us it doesn't matter what happens around you what controls your mood the lord and say the joy of the lord is your strength so this week don't look for happenings hallelujah look to the lord if you lack weakness or if you if you lack some strength remember that joy will be your strength i'm telling you to just write even as you as you leave the building be careful don't look for some happenings some of you even are thinking of what's cooking in the microwave and maybe depending on how the thermometer or the thermostat was put together it may be smelly when you get home or it may be burnt something else those are activities but our activity our motion and commotion is handled by god almighty so this week watch what happens around you don't be affected by what's happening be affected with the joy of the lord that comes from the lord hallelujah can you say amen give him praise give him praise hallelujah yay hallelujah father god say thank you thank you or you have not left us with events that happens around our lives our businesses our relationships no our destiny and daily activities affected by the lord himself you are our joy you are our salvation i pray this week oh god we will see beyond what happens around us fix our eyes on you the joy of our salvation god bless you with joy god bless you with wisdom and insight so no matter what happens your eyes fixed your attention is put together with the presence of the living god and that is the source of your strength the source of your joy and may this week be a week where you would radiate 
the love of God and the joy of the Lord. Father, help us this week to realize indeed we are carriers of joy. Happiness because of Jesus Christ. Stretch out your hands. Receive the blessings of the Lord. The Lord bless you. The Lord bless you with the revelation of himself. So that as you see him, you find everything that you need for your life is fulfilled. Complete. Your joy is complete. God give you the strength, the wisdom and the energy as you walk around starting now. Father, because of your presence, because of the joy that we have in the inside of us, Lord, help us to radiate your love, your mercy, and your kindness. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and all of God's people say, Amen. Amen. Give him praise. Be joyful. Rejoice in the Lord. And again, I say rejoice. Go with the peace of the Lord. The Lord is with you.